Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. I'm Mike Kapler along with Joel Brzezinski. Thanks for listening to Growing in Grace. Joel, we left off uh, last time talking about our new identity in Christ. It's so crucial for us. And I know it's a lifelong process, really, kind of a lifelong battle to, to continue to uh, grow in our understanding of our new identity that we have in Christ. Um, it really has nothing to do with uh, with us at all. It's, it's what God has declared us to already be in Christ. And we were talking about Adam and Eve and how they were challenged on their identity back in the garden. I mean, that's really where the temptation was was centered around where the serpent came along and said, you'll not die if you eat of that fruit, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you'll be like God, knowing good and evil. And so, you know, Eve and, and Adam both saw that, hey, this is pretty good stuff, looks good to eat. Uh, maybe what this uh, serpent is saying is true. Maybe we will become like God, uh, not realizing that they already were. And um, Jesus also, Joel, tempted when uh, he went out into the wilderness, you know, for, for so many days and nights. And the temptations centered around uh, his identity as the Son of God. Well, uh, Cap, first off, um, you mean this growing and gracing? You haven't arrived yet? <laughs> no. Come on. No, you you and I have <laughs> talked about that quite a bit. It's, You know, I, I think that maybe... Maybe what we need to do more of is just sit around talking about it. You know, it's, what you're talking about is true because, Cap, you and I, we work with KWOF Radio in Waterloo and in, in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and a lot of times we get in, you know, we send emails to each other or we, we ended up picking up the phone to talk about something that has to do with the radio station. And just naturally, just because it's in your heart and because it's in my heart, we just we start talking about uh, the, you know, the grace of God. The, our identity in Christ, and it's just something that really flows out of your heart and mind. And and I think every time I talk with you, it's just a wonderful feeling inside because I love relating to other people about who I am in Christ. And and it's something that it it does take a lifetime to learn about, and it will never stop learning in this life. So I'm thankful for the opportunity to be here on the on the Grace uh, Walk Radio and to have. You, my friend, Cap, uh, someone who's basically on the same page as me in a lot of ways talking about this stuff, and we can learn from each other and we can share with, with listeners what we've learned and hopefully uh, receive feedback from people as to how this has affected their life as well. Exactly. It's such a life-changing message, Joel, because we, we've kind of covered in a, uh, another program a little bit about our background, and you mentioned radio, but for so many years, I, I got saved at an early age. You know, I think I was about 10 years old, and um, uh, the Lord came into my life, and I just, I, I, it was a great experience for me, and I had some great years walking with the Lord, but there were also a lot of frustrations in my walk with the Lord. Do I still have frustrations? Of course. But having a better understanding of what the gospel really is and understanding a little bit more about who I am in Christ and that I can't make God love me more and I can't make him love me less. Uh, you know, I heard for years, uh, we'll, we'll get back into some of these scriptures on identity with Jesus being tempted here in just a minute, but for years, you know, I would hear about the love of God and uh, John 3.16, and, uh, you know, we all knew God loved us, right? I mean, over and over again, I would hear that. But I was one of those people who 
I didn't want to just hear about God's love. I, I wanted to move on to bigger and better things. I wanted to know more about the miracles of God and the power of God. And, and there were just so many other other things. I wanted to graduate from the love class and move on to something bigger and better. Uh, I didn't really understand what love was. Um, I, I, I still don't. But I, at least I, I'm getting at least a, a glimmer of, of what unconditional love is all about. And uh, it, it has changed it has just literally changed my relationship with the Lord. Joel, I can, I can remember at times where I wanted to spend more time in prayer. I was being told by, I guess, some legalistic type preachers. They didn't mean any harm or anything. But if you weren't praying at least an hour a day, they made you feel like you were an inferior believer. <laughs> and so I would strive to try to do more in my own personal life with the Lord, and including increasing my prayer time. And that's not a bad thing, but... I'm not sure I was doing it for all the right reasons. And um, I think it's kind of, you know, I don't want somebody to misunderstand what I'm about to say, but I'll say it anyway. Maybe we can expound on it later. Um, and in doubt, just go for it. <laughs> well, I, hopefully, hopefully some of those listening have some sort of foundation and grace and they'll relate to what I'm saying. There was a time in my life where I would just pray endlessly, you know, all the time, uh, just striving to try to get closer to God, you know. And uh, now, having come into this grace walk uh, in recent years, there are times in my life where I pray nowhere near what I used to, but I feel 10,000 miles closer to God. <laughs> That's not a very good description probably, but I just I just feel like I'm constantly in fellowship whether I'm always on my knees at the end of my bed praying or whether I'm just walking out to my car or whether I'm playing tennis or I just feel like I'm, there's always this interaction having come into a greater understanding of God's grace in my life and that, that love that truly is unconditional. Um, there may be times in my life now where maybe I'm quote-unquote doing less for God. Maybe I'm not spending as much time in prayer as at one time in my life. Um, not that but it we means should, so much more. Yeah, I mean, not that we shouldn't be praying. I'm not saying that. And that's where I don't want people to misunderstand. I'm just saying that my relationship with the Lord has just been revolutionized by the Grace Walk. And that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you know, there's a chapter in the Grace Walk book called From Duty to Delight. And then uh, previous to that, there's a chapter free, uh, free from the law. And in the study guide that goes along with that, which my uh, small group from church and I, we're going through that. And it asks uh, some questions, you know, how does this how does this uh life in Christ how does this grace walk the exchange life in in Christ as your life how does that affect your church life your prayer life your everything that you do in this life and we were discussing this last night and um, I, um, I a lot of the answers were the same it makes you it's it's the difference between duty and wanting to exactly it, not because you have to because if you're, if you're praying because you have to it's like me sitting with you cap all right it's uh 11 30 wednesday morning uh let's schedule a time for you and i to talk yeah and it's got to be an hour or imagine doing right. that with your wife right you know, or your husband uh you, we've got okay 11 o'clock this is this is our time we, we need to discuss and converse for at least an hour well that's kind of the attitude i had uh, so I was doing it kind of like what you said. I, I was doing it because I, I felt like I was obligated to. I, I, I was, uh, um, I, I, I had to do it, or, or I was in danger of falling short with God, you know. And uh, now I can just do it when I want to, 
which is probably a whole lot more than what it used to be before I came into the Grace Walk. And it's, it's not that you can't schedule a prayer time, it's, or, you know, you can't say, you know, some people just love to get up at whatever, 5 a.m., and pray it's because it's in their heart to do that. And, mm-hmm. and you, uh, your, your church life, some people just love going to church and getting together with the saints and, and fellowshipping, and there's, there's nothing wrong with having structure, but like you said, Cap, if, if that structure is based upon, I have to, I have to do this or else, then it, it becomes legalism, it becomes religious duty, and I don't believe that for, for one moment that that type of, quote, relationship is pleasing to God. I think he, he wants us to come to him as children casually and, and just because of, of, of love for him, because of his love for us. Man, this freedom is, is such an incredible thing, Joel. Um, I, I can remember. Uh, asking the Lord about it while I'm driving down the road sometimes when I first began to understand a little bit about the Grace Walk. Um, I would I would just ask the Lord, Lord, I don't understand this. I, I feel so c- close to you compared to what I used to. All those years I was born again, I was saved, I was doing my best to live the Christian life. Why is it that, for example, we, we're talking about prayer, for example, why is it, Lord, that I'm probably in some, at least at times, I'm, I'm praying less than I used to. Um, formal, structured prayer where I'm totally by myself, closed off from the rest of the world, and yet I feel closer to you than I ever have in my life, and I feel so free, and this is so enjoyable. It surpassed my understanding. I mean, it, it, the, the the love of God, it it's it's so deep that it, it just it it just I don't get it. I mean, I, I can't grasp it with my mind. Right. It is something that the mind can't grasp. It's something that, you know, in this life, we you know, we see dimly as through glass, as in a mirror. And someday, you know, a lot of these things will be made a, a lot more clear to us. But in the meantime, God has, has given us his son, Jesus Christ, to, to dwell in us. And, and we live day by day by faith in that and not by, not by uh, duty. And it all comes from... Uh, trying to, I guess, get us back to where we started with this, although we talked about some wonderful things there, uh, who we are in Christ. And, and you were talking about Jesus being tempted 40 days in, in the wilderness. And one of the, one of the things the devil said to Jesus, if you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. He was, he was I think, trying to get Jesus to question who he was. But Jesus knew who he was, and he said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. He answered Satan with the scripture, with the truth. The devil tried to lie to him and get him to do things that had nothing to do with who Jesus was. What you've hit on there is crucial, Joel, because remember we started with Adam, Adam and Eve, uh, being uh, tempted or challenged on their identity. The same thing happened here to the second or the last Adam, Jesus, where he was challenged on his identity. And there's nothing really wrong in itself of turning stones into bread. But when you're doing it for the wrong reason, then it becomes a problem. Um, And, of course, he went on. You know, Jesus came back with a scripture at him. But uh, then the devil, uh, you know, took him up to the holy city and set him on top of the temple. If you're the son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you. 
And, uh, you know, Jesus came back and says, no, it is written, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. He was trying to get him to prove his identity by what he did. And, you know, this is uh, such heavy stuff, Joel. I'm not sure we're going to have a, a lot of time for it. We do have a couple minutes left. So let's just um, let's just imagine something here for a minute, because I, I heard somebody say once, and I think they're right, we need to not only begin to see Jesus as, as the Son of God, which, of course, he was, God in the flesh, but we also need to begin to see him as the Son of Man. We need to realize that while Jesus indeed is God, he was a man, 100% human. And we need to begin to see him that way because Jesus didn't do all the stuff he did, all those great miracles and everything, because he was the Son of God in the flesh. He was uh, able to do those things because he was a man anointed with the Holy Spirit in a way that God had never been able to pour out the Spirit upon a man before. And somewhere along the line, as a child, remember Jesus as a human being, somebody, perhaps his parents, sat him down and said, here's what happened. Here's who your dad really is. He's God. This angel showed up, and, and the story was told. Uh, we're, we're guessing here. Of course, that's not in the Bible. But somewhere along the line, Jesus had to begin to believe who, who he was told he was and who the scriptures said he was, just like you and I do. That's right, and, and the Bible says that as you know, Jesus was a child and he grew, and, and he grew in favor with God and with man. So there was a, a growing process as far as the manhood, the human side of Jesus. There was a process by which he grew in, in the favor with God and with man. And as you say, he walked his life. I think it's Acts that talks, in, in the book of Acts, it talks about how Jesus, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. And like you said, it wasn't because he was God. It was because he was anointed by God. Joel, these times uh, here on, on Growing in Grace, they go by so quickly. But hopefully uh, you out there will be able to listen in again next time and, and catch us next week on Growing in Grace. Well, I do want to thank uh, people for listening this week. And if you want to find out more about Grace Walk and the uh, online community forum, you can go to gracewalk.org, gracewalk.org, and check out all the wonderful programs that are going on here on gracewalk.org. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. 